Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, everybody. 105 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Brendan Escott back in the 6.30 Chad Studios. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Wishing you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Our next guest spent seven seasons, I believe, uh, in Edmonton. Then went to Carolina. Had a cup of coffee with the Toronto Maple Leafs before he was one of the first hires by Ron Francis to join the Seattle Kraken. He is our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show Seattle Kraken Assistant General Manager Rick Olchuk. Ricky, how you doing? Very good stuff. Good to be with you again. Uh, yes, a lot of good memories back in Edmonton, so it's good to be back on your show. Thank you. All right, absolutely. So is it is it gearing up for you guys? I mean, how long have you now worked for Seattle, and what does it feel knowing that you're, you know, we're 12 days away from you guys getting the expansion list, from the respect, the protected list from the respected teams? Uh, I mean, it's got to be a real exciting time for people in your organization. Uh, it's, as I said, from the, I was hired back in uh, September of uh, 20, uh, 2019, so it's uh, almost two years now been on the gig, and, you know, certainly a lot to do. And at that time, you know, again, you kinda, you're kind of you looking ahead, of course, and preparing, and, you know, it just seems an eternity away. It's, it's uh, like trying to uh, summit Mount Everest, you know, uh, Mount Everest, and it's, it's a long, long, long way away there, and all of a sudden now we're, you know, as you said, uh, just less than a few weeks away from teams where they've got to submit their protected list, and then we're going to look at it two weeks. So, you know, we've got to submit our list the two weeks Wednesday. Um, so we're coming quick. Uh, it's something that's tangible now, and, you know, hired our head, first head coach, and so there's a lot of exciting things going on, and, you know, we just can't wait to uh, start uh, saying that we have some players and uh, increase our uh, reserve list from one to a few more. Yeah, absolutely, to say the least. Hey, uh, did you did you sit there and do like a forensic audit audit on the moves that Vegas did? And did you go back further, or because your situation is most similar to Vegas, did it make any sense at all to go back to past expansion scenarios with other organizations when you evaluated things? 
No, we, we've done a number. We've done our due diligence, uh, and we used the, the full end of the spectrum. You know, we we went back in time, as you said, the rules were different. Uh, Vegas is the same that we're going to be under and held uh, to account. Um, unlike when, say, Anaheim came in or Columbus or Ottawa, but we still found it, um, you know, educational and um, certainly noteworthy to go back and look a little bit what took place there and just try to pick up whatever bits of information. Because again, if you, anything that we can pick up that can improve our position. Uh, and and success uh, with this draft, then so much the better for us. Yeah, interesting. Uh, now, what's what's the breakdown in terms of forwards versus because you're you're, you're basically claiming players from thirty different teams. Vegas is exempt from this, uh, so you're claiming Correct. thirty. And and what's the, by position? Like, is there a cap on the amount of forwards or the amount of defensemen or amount of goaltenders you can take? There are. It's uh, so again, depending on uh, we, we the, the number that we have to meet uh, at a minimum is 14 forwards, nine defensemen, and three goaltenders. And so that if I do the math uh, properly, I wasn't an accountant and I'm um, a lawyer by trade, as you know, stuff. So I think that's 26. Yeah. Uh, so with those four other selections, we can divvy it up among uh, those three uh, positions any way we wish. It seemed to me, Rick, like in the Vegas expansion. It was deeper for defense than maybe it was for skilled forwards. Is that a fair assessment? Um, you know, again, I think that's a fair assessment. Okay. Uh, not that I'm going to ask you. I mean, I, I, I'm just really, I mean, it's really interesting to me just because a lot of the organizations, I mean, not everybody's going to be, I mean, Nashville may ultimately decide to protect five defensemen. Maybe they only protect four. But most clubs, Ricky, are going to go seven, three, and one. So by logic, that kind of dictates that you're in a situation where you're probably going to end up with more, uh, you know what I mean? The, the caliber of defensemen out there might be better than the depth of the overall forwards. Well, you know, again, until we see those lists, uh, we, we won't know exactly how the breakdown goes. People can make suppositions and, you know, good assumptions uh, based on so far what's happened. But, again, there's still, uh, you know, a little bit less than two weeks before uh, lists will be submitted by each respective club. Um, you know, last week, as you indicated, uh, um, you know, Nashville made a trade with uh, L.A. with Arvidsson going to the Kings. Um, you know, will there be more transactions that take place? You know, we're obviously staying tuned and uh, keeping a close watch, uh, uh, you know, as things come through the wire. But uh, whatever whatever's presented to us, uh, if there's a surplus of forwards, defensemen, goaltenders, you know, our, our folks have done a, a great, tremendous job of – Putting in the time, the due diligence, uh, and watching games, and we didn't have that luxury this year to do so more in person uh, than last year. Uh, but certainly, we watched a ton of video, and we will be ready. And we're looking forward to uh, uh, July 21st. We're joined by Rick Holchuk, Assistant General Manager of the Seattle Crack. And Rick, is it safe to say you guys have done, you know, on the pro side, multiple different sort of exercises around what you envision teams? having for protected lists or is that something that you just wait until you end up getting those lists on the 17th i mean again i uh, without going to specific details in terms of our strategy what we've been doing i mean it's it for analogy it reminds me a lot of law school there's a lot of hypothetical situations that are have been taking place for a long period of time here and um you know we hope we've uh, covered all the different scenarios and you know until you're presented with um the exact lists 
um, and then you to proceed accordingly. But uh, we certainly have done, you know, it's 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 as if a player is pre- prepping and uh, preparing for competition. You know, the games, you know, the practices are important. The skills training is important. Um, but until you actually get into those games and play, um, and you see what happens, and that's exactly how we're approaching this as well. All right. You ended up getting the second overall pick in the NHL draft. As a rule of thumb, you don't see a lot of second overall picks end up uh, in play out there, do you? I mean, you got you have an amateur side as well, and every even, hey, even the Yankees in baseball in the late nineties, uh, a lot a lot of the, the top players in that team. Derek Jeter, as an example, came up through their organization. They had all the money in the world. But you still got to draft and develop, don't you, Ricky? Absolutely. No, that's uh, definitely a priority for us and for our organization. And, you know, we're excited that we uh, have a partnership with Palm Springs, and that's going to be our AHL affiliate beginning in the 22-23 season. Um, and uh, that's, that's, hey, that's our bloodline. That's our backbone. That's, that's where, uh, again, especially in a cap environment, you need to make sure that you have players ready to step up, uh, whether that's due to suspensions, uh, injuries, uh, just want to send the messages to guys, and simply internal competition. So uh, certainly that's our, uh, our lifeline, and uh, we're making sure that's an extremely important part. Carolina had uh, our pretty cutting-edge analytics guy. Uh, is analytics something that's going to be important to the Seattle Kraken? Oh, certainly. I um, mean, again, I think it's uh, well, uh, when Ron and I were down in Carolina, um, we thought it was important then, and we think it's uh, equally important today. Um, it's certainly a, a good balance and check for what we're doing with the eyeball test and with the great work that our, our scouting staffs and uh, personnel folks do on a daily basis. So uh, it, certainly, uh, it certainly is a big thing that we do, and you know, we've got a uh, uh, great situation there, and Alex Mandrick, he runs our department uh, on that side. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to uh, working this through as we uh, start getting some players and analyzing and evaluating. And uh, we just think it's an important component to, to the overall process. Rick, off the top of your head, could you give us a range of how many scouts you would have in pro and how many scouts you would have in amateur? Well, this year, actually, uh, Stoff, we actually took, uh, you know, the – I guess maybe the average around the league is, you know, depending on the, the team and that, you know, three to five pro scouts and you might have a personnel or assistant GM working alongside on the pro side. Um, we tend to go a little bit uh, heavier or uh, more um, just because of we anticipated that, hey, there might be some type of uh, work stoppage potentially that could have happened, it ended up being the, uh, the covid um, and the pandemic, so we, we, we had coverage on a lot for all the divisions, and um, so that I think that boded well for us this year. Um, so we just wanted to make sure that we had uh, sufficient and even more than enough coverage than to be under undercut ourselves in any way, shape, or form. So um, our staff may be a little bit bigger uh, at the outset, um, but certainly was necessary and required for. Uh, this uh, challenge in front of us uh, called the expansion draft. Now, you guys are going to be involved in free agency as well. You actually have a nego- Do you not have a negotiation window immediately after the expansion uh, draft list comes in, like a where you can sit there and and, and grab uh, potential free agents from other organizations if they're not signed at that time. Yes, it's the it's the old uh, interview period that was that we had for all uh, all the NHL clubs uh, right around right before free agency. But we have that exclusive window once the lists are submitted on Saturday. We'll get the list on Sunday, and then from Sunday to Wednesday, 
mid mid morning uh, Eastern time, uh, we will uh, have an exclusive window to to speak with any non protected, uh, restricted, or unrestricted free agents um, uh, for each of the respective clubs and uh, uh, the thirty clubs that is not not Las Vegas. And we'll have an exclusive window to speak with them. And if we negotiate a deal uh, and sign that player, then that will be our selection for that particular team. In theory, you can't have a trade already done, can you, at this time? At least it can't be announced. Is that correct? Uh, we can conduct we can conduct uh, transactions and other business uh, at this time, correct. Okay. Uh, we're joined now by Rick Olchek, the assistant general manager of the Seattle Kraken. Rick, uh, there are seven U.S. states... Um, that have uh, no no state tax, um, and four of them matter for the National Hockey League. The three that don't matter are Alaska, South Dakota, and Wyoming. And New Hampshire. And New Hampshire. Don't forget New Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire. Uh, you're, you're right. Uh, actually, yeah. wait a wait a sec here. I misread that. Uh, so Florida, Florida does not have state tax. Nevada does not have state tax. Uh, Texas does not have state tax. And Tennessee uh, has, they have like a performer's tax, but it's, it's, they have a lighter tax as well. The state of Washington does not have a state tax. This is a, this, I mean, I know the difference between Montreal, as an example, and Tampa on a $2 million contract is $300,000 in terms of what you would take home. That's got to be an advantage, is it not, to, to, to your, your Seattle franchise that you don't have a state tax? We, we, that's, that's correct. We do not have any state income tax in Washington. We think it's certainly a, an asset, a positive for us, uh, another positive to add um, to our great ownership group, uh, this world state class, uh, state-of-the-art facilities that we're building, um, our Climate Pledge Arena, and our uh, practice facility. Um, and you know, again, in Palm Springs. So we just think that's just an added bonus that uh, no state income tax. So we think that that's another uh, driving force that will, uh, you know, uh, entice players to come play for us. How come nothing ever gets out of Seattle? Or, or let's rephrase it. How come nothing ever gets out of Fort Francis? Like very little got out of Carolina when you were down there. Nobody, Dave, Dave Hackstall, like nothing, nothing gets out of there. What's going on? Like, are you are you fired on the, a moment's notice if anything ever leaks out of that organization? What's going on there? I know nothing. I hear nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, somebody watched Hogan's Heroes when he was a kid. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the reference. Yes, exactly right. Uh, um, no, it's uh, it's just something that uh, again, I think enough enough said. <laughs> that says uh, it all. <laughs> what what uh, was? I mean, Dave Haxall has a teaching background, as you know. He is from uh, yes. the province of Alberta. But you're not just a coach in college hockey. You're also teaching the game. Was that part of the attraction, do you think, for uh, the crack in making the decision? Oh, most certainly. I mean, Coach Axtell brings a lot to the table. We had a you know a number of boxes that we needed to be checked, and he checked them all. And you know, with his experience and his teaching ability, he's just got a very good hockey acumen. Um, and he teaches a game at such a high level, and he conveys the message, right? It's one thing to understand material, whether it's in astrophysics or the law or economics. If you can't convey that to layman's terms and language that the players can understand and then therefore be able to execute, it doesn't matter how much the, the coach knows and what knowledge base he has. 
so it's important. He's a good communicator, and and uh, his passion is off the charts. And we just think he's going to be uh, he's the right guy and right individual for our, our franchise to be our historic first time coach. I know that we're going to be doing uh, at least one road trip this year coming up, assuming we're all good on the COVID front uh, into Seattle. There's a lot of excitement for fans in Alberta, but Seattle's in the league. I know I've, I've done an NFL slash NCAA trip in there. I saw Notre Dame and Washington when uh, Willingham had just moved to Washington. Uh, Charlie Weiss had taken over Notre Dame. So uh, there's fans pumped up, and I'm sure you're going to be excited that you get to see Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl a bunch of times each season. Never, never a bad time. Uh, bad time to see those two uh, uh, tremendous athletes, and um, no, we're we're excited about it. And and uh, again, you know, I got fond memories of my time in Edmonton, and look forward to seeing the Oil in Seattle and um, watching games at uh, Climate Pledge Arena. All right, hey uh, Rick, let's do this. I'll uh, after the show, I'll reach in. We'll we'll f- we'll have further discussions on the trade we talked about yesterday before I run up the hill. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hey, thanks for your time. Thanks for your time, Ricky. All right. Take care. We'll touch base down the road. Okay. Thanks, Stop. Always good to be with you. Yeah, that's Ricky Olchuk, man, and it's it's sort of the uh, I know Trip Tracy, the longtime uh, television analyst uh, for the 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 Hurricanes are an organization that you don't like. Certainly under Ron Francis, it was you didn't hear a lot of stuff, and Dave Haxtell come kind of came out of nowhere. A lot of people thought it was going to be Rick Tockett. Um, I think they're going to do pretty well. I got to tell you, they have some advantages. Again, back to the tax. I know we had uh, Hart Levine on from Puckpedia. It's a huge difference, and the organization between uh, revenue sharing and tax. The club that gets screwed the most in the entire National Hockey League are the Montreal Canadiens because they're a big market team. The players pay, uh, pay a 52% tax when you're making, you know, $2 million plus a year or whatever there, as opposed to other markets where the difference could be 300000 like Tampa Bay. And Montreal is a revenue contributor every year in revenue sharing. And conversely, there have been some other clubs – that have been very good that players want to go to because they're in southern markets where there's not a lot of pressure to play. Um, Actually, I'm going to ask that question to you right now. Do you want a guy that doesn't want the pressure? Or do you like the guy even more knowing that he's up for the pressure to play in your market? Like, you know what? You come to Edmonton, there's no hiding. You got a loud mouth on the air two hours a day talking about the Edmonton Oilers. Actually, you got about four loudmouths on the air talking about the Edmonton Oilers on a day-by-day basis. Uh, a couple of guys at each station. So, like, seriously, do you want players that shirk away from that kind of intensity? You know, like, San Jose's had a really good team for a long time. They attracted lots of players. They ultimately, I mean, they had the best record in the NHL for about 15 years. In fairness to Doug Wilson. Was it just bad luck that they didn't win a cup? Maybe that was the case. Um, Vegas, they're in on everybody. They've been really competitive. They've, you know, they've, There's been some challenges in Edmonton, some frustration, even though they've got their three best forwards now signed long-term. We'll be talking a little about one of those guys a little bit later on here. I kind of like the guys that love the juice of playing in the, the, you know, the market where it is intense, where hockey's number one, where hockey matters the most. That's, that's kind of how I see it. You know? So you tell me what you. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Think in that regard. You can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. It's 124 in Edmonton. We'll step out your listening to orders now. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 125 at Edmonton. You can text us anytime on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Give the new floors you've always wanted. And you can get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday through Saturday. And you can reach us in the River Cree Resort and Casino. And everything is back at the uh, River Cree. Uh, masks are optional for all guests and associates resort-wide. Complimentary masks are available at the entrances of the River Cree Lou. Pool and Fitness Center is now open from 6 a.m. until 11 p.m. at night. They've removed the plexiglass barriers from the table games. Uh, so that's uh, going on. Uh, the arenas, the two twin rinks at the River Cree, spectators back up and at them. They've got the kitchen, the patio, Tap 25, Italia, uh, Fat Burger. They're all good to go at the River Cree. The province is back up and at them, and so too is the River Cree Resort Casino. Our Oilers now headliner today was Rick Olchek, Ricky Olchek from the Seattle Kraken. And he answered a lot of questions like a lawyer. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, uh, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We go to the Oilers Now Injury Report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Speaking of lawyers, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown, they're the heavy hitters in injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Alex Kalorn, a game-time decision tonight for the Bolts. Uh, he's still plagued by that, uh, what they're calling now a leg injury, I guess, after blocking that shot in game one. Uh, Montreal's uh, side, yes, Barry Kokaniemi is a healthy scratch. Jake wow. Evans drawing in for him. Uh, John Merrill, Eric Gustafson out. Alex Romanov, Brett Kulak in. I'll tell you, Gustafson for me. I know he had a big year in Chicago the one year offensively, but the lack of compete at times, um, I, I'm surprised it took them this long to get uh, Romanov and... Yeah, Kulak in the lineup. One guy's opinion, who am I to second-guess the Montreal Canadiens? Thomas Tatar. I mean, you scored one goal in each of the first two games. Like, the guy led their team in scoring two of the last three seasons, fourth in the team this year. He can't even get in the lineup. Some interesting decisions there. And part of it, how about starting the game? Two straight games, starting or two straight periods, starting Eric Stahl and Corey Perry. And those guys were good but Tampa's got more speed and skill. They can get the puck up the ice. And the Canadians spent a lot of time hemmed up in their own zone. By the way, Vasilevsky has been Price's equal. No, he's been better than Price in this series. But Tampa Bay's got better finishers. But And we're going to see a very different Tampa Bay team next season. We've discussed the fact ad nauseum. They're probably going to keep Yanni Gord. Okay? We just had Rick Olchuk on. you got to figure Tyler Johnson's going to go to Seattle. And then a guy like Palat. And then does Klorn get traded? 
I'd have a lot of interest if I was Edmonton in Killorn. He'd be a real good fit as a second-line left wing. Smart player, $4.5 bucks, and you'd have to give up an asset to get him. And that's the difference between him and maybe a guy like Hyman. You're not giving up assets, but you're talking money. And you usually have to overpay in free agency. Uh, and then on defense, David Savard. They're not going to be able to afford to bring him back either. Not to mention Coleman and Goodrow. I could see Coleman ending up with the Dallas Stars. We'll have to wait and see what happens here. Again, that's our Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters in law, uh, in injury law. When we come back in Oilers Now, a heavy hitter at Edmonton Media, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. If you're a fan of other countries other than Italy, though, you might not want to hear part of the conversation. Gene Principe coming up after a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.